Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. His love is the main thing. 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 He's simply saying, I just wish you would do it. I wish that your actions would be an amen to who I am, that your actions would reflect who I am. Because clearly they don't, they're neither therapeutic nor refreshing. That your actions, that your action express who I am, is, is what that first sort of circle was about. He says in um, John 15, 5, I am the wine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. As Christians, we don't need to work for our salvation. It has been paid in full by the blood of Jesus. Today, Pastor Robert and his wife Elizabeth will be encouraging us to simply take God at His word and abide in Jesus. As long as you have an intimate relationship with the Lord, you'll bear the fruit of the Spirit. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with part two of their message entitled, I Self. They either throw out the Word of God and say, we don't say amen to that. We know better now. We're more sophisticated than the Word of God. We can be Christian without the Word of God. So they, they either misrepresent His Word or the other extreme where they misrepresent His heart and they use scriptures to beat up people instead of to draw them to Jesus. That is the exact opposite. We're called to be tempered by grace and mercy in Him as He is, to balance it as He does with us. So because of that, because it's so important to him that we represent his heart to the world that he loves. His first rebuke is this, in verses 15 and 16. I know your works, that you're neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then because you're lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. We use that all the time, that word about an apathetic Christian, they're lukewarm, like they're neither cold nor hot. But when the Laodiceans received this letter, that didn't exist. We got this expression from this letter. They didn't have that. And it matters because what Jesus is not saying, that most commentators I read agree on, what he is not saying is, I would rather you were cold towards me than lukewarm. Or I would rather you would be an on-fire terrorist as long as you're hot. You see what I mean? What he is not saying that the direction of a heart doesn't matter and that it's better to be an entire unbeliever than to be a believer who's lukewarm but trying or searching. They didn't have that expression. What is meant by this is far more practical. Laodicea lay between two other cities. They heard it completely practical. This is about water. The southeast of them was Hierapolis, which was famous for therapeutic hot water. What hot, hot water that you use for like massages or when you have sore muscles, you use them therapeutically. 
And then 10 miles north of them was Colossi, which was known for its sparkling cold water. But, but then they had these aqueducts that led them to Laodicea. And in the process, they both came in there, they became lukewarm. They were neither. And it's so interesting because the, they were known for having these beautiful fountains in the center of the city of, of Laodicea. And they were beautiful and ornate, and out came lukewarm water. And so one of the commentators make the crack. It's like they were, as is typical for this particular city and this particular mindset, they were a lot more decorated, they were a lot more luxurious than they were useful, and that they were faithful. That is such a characteristic of our times. Yeah. Not all the church, it's not true for the persecuted church, but this is not the persecuted church. This is the church living in luxury like we all are compared to most people in the world. So he's saying to them, you know what it's like. You have this beautiful fountain, and out comes lukewarm water. You can't use it for thera therapeutic hot stuff. You can't even be refreshed by it because it's lukewarm. It's not cold. You know how disappointing that is. That's how I feel about your works. So he's not saying it's about their relationship. It's about their works. But the works flow from a relationship. Yeah, that was one of the commentaries on it. <laughs> so he really doesn't give, in this case, in this particular circle, he doesn't really give a remedy. He does say, I should, I, I should wish that you would choose to be either one or the other. But he doesn't really give a remedy to the works because the works flow from their heart. And so instead, he's simply saying, I just wish you would do it. I wish that your actions would be an amen to who I am, that your actions would reflect who I am. Because clearly they don't. They're neither therapeutic nor refreshing. That your actions, that your action express who I am. Is, is what that first sort of circle was about. He says in um, John 15, 5, I am the wine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, right? It's the abiding. It's a natural thing if you abide in Jesus that his fruit will come out. But without me, you can do nothing. And, and so what he's confronting them with, because they probably did a lot of works, this church, this is, by the way, the only letter that's just a church addressed to the Laodiceans. Like, it's like they are, it's the church of Laodicea. Like, you're, you're being swallowed up by your culture. There's no difference. Where the others, the, the culture's doing this, but you, my church, is doing something different. But in here, you are the church of the culture. You are indistinguishable. And your actions prove it. There is nothing to show for it. So now his second revelation of himself to this church in verse 14. These things says the amen, the faithful and true witness. Why did he choose that title for himself, you know, to, as he addressed this church? The faithful and true witness he sees exactly what's going on because of their self-deception. You know, it's, um, I remember a long time ago when, when I was in Youth with a Mission, one teacher pointed out to us, one of, one of our instructors pointed out that it's impossible for a person to sin without first deceiving themselves into believing that that's a good thing to do. You know, whatever it is that's contrary to the will of God, whatever it is that's sinful, we have to deceive ourselves into believing that that's a good thing. It never is. And, and we have to deceive. And, and these, these people were self-deceived. That's his second rebuke. He, verse 17. Because you say, I'm rich, I become wealthy, have need of nothing. 
and do not know that you're wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Isn't that interesting? You know, the, the issue wasn't that they were wealthy, you know, that they had a lot of material possessions. They did, but that, that wasn't the point. The, the problem was that they were so spiritually impoverished and had no idea. In 26, the year 26 AD, Laodicea placed a bid to the Roman Senate to build a temple to the emperor Tiberius, but they were turned down. They were rejected because basically they said, you don't have enough resources to do an adequate job. So no, you can't build a temple to the, to the emperor. It was humiliating. It was a, like a public rejection of this people, this, this city. But then over the next 30 years, their wealth increased so drastically that when the massive earthquake hit in 60 AD, they rejected any help from Rome for the rebuilding project. They're like, no, thank you. We got this. Not a problem. And their wealth became a source of pride and political power. You know, we don't, we don't need the emperor. We don't even need God. See, that's what Jesus is saying. So you've gotten so confident in your resources and in your wealth that you think you're, you're in a position of power. You don't even, you don't even need God himself. And, and they, they seem to have equated their riches with blessing, which, by the way, I, I, I see that as a trap that a lot of Western Christians fall into, that because... You have a lot. Sometimes it's a matter of intelligence. I, I've, I've seen that as well, you know, where, well, you know, God, God blessed me with, with a mighty intellect, so he must, he must love me a lot. You know, I must be okay with him. He, God has blessed me with great, you know, achievements, great wealth. And so, you know, he, he and I are, are good. Well, not always. That's not always the case. That's not always the case. Sometimes those things are not a blessing. Do you understand what I'm saying? We've talked about this before. Sometimes, sometimes they're not exactly a blessing in reality. Sometimes they're not an expression of God's pleasure. In this case, it's clear that this was not God's blessing. This was not an expression of God's favor. How do we know that? Well, because he, he tells them right here, you, you think you're rich, but in fact, just the opposite is true. One may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. This verse is from the book of Ecclesiastes, and this is at the very heart of the vision for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. Jesus, Pastor Robert, and his wife Elizabeth, a threefold cord presenting God's Word in a way that will inspire you in your own marriage and walk with God. Pastor Robert's vision is that through this fresh method of approaching God's Word, that husbands and wives will be equipped to face the world on a united front, as one team joined together by God, sharing the light of Jesus Christ with the lost and dying world all around us. Monday through Thursday here on Main Thing Radio, we share messages from worship services at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. 
but today's message is unique. As you listened today, we're confident that you heard from God through Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. Well, that's all the time we have here for today. On Monday, Pastor Robert will be back with us teaching through God's Word verse by verse. So make plans to join us on Monday right here on Main Thing Radio.